All right, everybody, welcome to Mediocre Mondays. Welcome to it. All right, here we have uh, me, Jared. And Ryan. And Ryan. I was uh, here last week, he didn't see my face because the recording on the video messed up, but other than that. Yeah, if you're listening here on YouTube, uh, just to let you guys know, uh, we have fixed the bugs in our uh, software and also the capacity on the phone for us to actually handle everything. Uh, so this will actually be on YouTube. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's crack right into it. Uh, first topic on our list today is uh, why punctuality is important. Ryan, how late were you this morning? It was 20 minutes, but we didn't get started until now, and it's around 2 o'clock, so okay. it's supposed to be here at 1, we started at 2, I don't really see. Exactly, we could have been starting is. here at about 1.40 instead, we're you starting at 2, you a liar. but we had to get everything set up, but the point of the matter is, it doesn't matter when we get started, the point is the timeline that we set. What time were we supposed to be here and ready? Uh, we don't really have a time. Set what time to be did ready. I ask you to be here today? One o'clock. One o'clock. And what hey, time were you here? I'm gonna be honest with you, Jared. I was playing video games <laughs> with my friends. With your friends? With my friends. So what am I to you? You are my fellow co-host. In this, <laughs> no friend. You're my brother-in-law. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Well, like a like I could say like Megan is my sister. That's it's like innate that she's my friend. That's like part of it. Like, like you might have family you hate, but you explicitly say I don't like that person in my family. Every other so you feel that way about me? No, I I didn't explicitly (laughs) say. You didn't explicitly say. Man, I hate that guy. But you kind of have the overtone of it. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nah. All right. Anyways, anyways, think about this. Like, this is like our second job, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So at your main job. If it was said to be here at six o'clock, and yeah. you were there at six twenty, okay, how would your boss react? It depends on which boss you're talking about. Okay, um, uh, the main one, the one that is directly over you. Well, probably not good. But as how I see it is that not to be uh, mean, but you're not my boss. So, but the but thing is, you, you treat, it, treat, treat it like a job, right? Okay, sure. Yeah. Are we, so, are to, we to, segueing uh, into something? No, 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 no. What I want to say is, uh, I'm a little bit compulsive about punctuality, okay? Okay. I'm a little bit compulsive about, this is the timeline, plans are set in place, here we go, right? Okay. All right. For me, setting a time is like concrete. If I go over it, I'm disappointed in myself. If somebody else goes over it, oh well, slap on the wrist. Well, who cares? You okay. got me. Uh, my main point is just I'm very anal about uh, punctuality, just in general. Uh, just that's the type of person I am. It's nothing but to make fun at you for being late today. Okay. But anyways, I was playing video games, so I just I t- lost track of time. That's the bad time. That's was, the bad thing to say. Be waiting. like, oh man, I, I know you. I only live a half a mile down the road, but. I got a flat I was, tire. I was waiting on them because they were like, this one guy hasn't been on online for like weeks. And I was like, oh, he's getting on today. So I thought, I'm going to I'm gonna hop on with him. And then he messages me and he's like, you want to play this video game? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then uh, I show up and then he messages me. He's like, 
I'm getting a snack, hold on. And then, like, 30 minutes later, he's like, okay, I'm here. And then it was time to come do this, so I had to... I had to go to them while we were playing an online game and come out here and record the podcast, which isn't a problem because I left as soon as you called me, but I mean. Do you enjoy the podcast? Yeah, it's fun sitting here chatting it up. But you enjoy it. Yeah. I also enjoy video games, but I do enjoy this. Okay. All right. Uh... I guess I'm going to hard segue into the next one because I have nowhere to go but okay. talk about the next topic of discussion. Uh, Christmas time. Christmas. So it is December 23rd. 23rd. Uh, and, uh, no, it's 22nd. Well, 22nd, but whenever this goes on to YouTube and all the other platforms oh, okay. that we have, it's going to be the 23rd. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I was trying to play it off, but oh, okay. I guess that's not going to happen now. Well, I was thinking, I was like, I was like the two does kind of look like the three, so that's, that's maybe an honest mistake. Thanks, thanks, thanks for ruining the whole vibe of the Monday. There was no magic here. We've talked about that before. It doesn't matter. It was on the last Any, two podcasts. You know people just like tune in, they're like, hmm, well this one's cool, what's the next one? They don't like hop back into the first one, oh, uh, unless you only have... Three episodes, I and I guess they would, but... I gotta know. see where it starts. Well, it was pretty rough. That's I'm not gonna everything. lie. You know, trying to talk it up and also trying to bring somewhat of a personality that, you know, I don't have. But <laughs> trying to be lively on here, just not happening. Uh, but Christmas time. Okay. Alright, so, uh, Christmas time, you know, uh, family, fun... Activities. Right. What's your favorite childhood memory of Christmas? I mean, uh, let me think. Uh, I don't know. Let's start with you. I'll think on it. Okay. Uh, I, already, I was already thinking about this beforehand. One year, uh, I forget how old I was, but I remember that I was playing on the Game Boy, so I was rev- like relatively young. And Stop, uh, I'll take the drink. And well, yeah, <laughs> um, I came. I didn't think I was gonna get much for Christmas, uh, but when I walked in the living room, my parents had all these uh, presents laid out, and a lot of them were like little stuff, like cheap little Game Boy games. But like there was some, there was some bigger stuff in there, and they were. It was just me and my sister's presents were just. From the left armrest to the right armrest rest, stacked to the top of the couch. And I was just like, this is amazing. So, now Christmas is a little bit more mundane. It's like, okay, it's your turn. You like that? I'm, well, I'm glad. I got you another thing. And you're like, wow. A vest. <laughs> I just... Be, be quite honest with you, off the top of my head, I really can't think of anything that's like memorable around this time of the year i mean okay there were some trips that we like took to michigan to see my family and stuff and you know you have the typical you know christmas morning whenever you're really young and like i guess the only thing i can really think of was like whenever i was like five or six i mean that was the time where i used to have eczema really bad you got eczema yeah i used to have eczema really bad but i remember i'd be like 
rubbing my fingers together you? like that because oh it was gosh. like in, in the creases of my fingers and I was scratching like Why? that, I remember. But uh, I remember waking up that Christmas morning and uh, that was the first time that like I could, well, that's really the first Christmas I really can remember like vividly. So I guess that's why it's stuck in my mind. But uh, waking up, going in, <clears throat> going into the uh, living room and, you know, around that time, Santa is heavy. So uh, going in there. Before that, you know, you'd have your couple gifts that your parents would put on there. It'd be like, that's from us and stuff like that. And I never then had that. everything was always from Santa. Well, like, your mom still does that now. Yeah, from Santa. And I'm like, cool. Sure. <laughs> cool. Uh, but no, we'd wake up and like somehow magically overnight it was like oh these gifts got put under the tree i'm like i still to this day like how'd they do that i didn't realize that (laughs) they did it while you were sleeping yeah i know it's like my my room was like you go down the hallway and like on the left right there like is my room and it's like not even like maybe five feet from the living room so it's like how do you not hear that but uh i'd wake up and uh there's this big old box under the Christmas tree, and it was like, to Jared from Santa. And I opened it up, and it was one of them uh, 19-inch uh, box TVs. Oh, nice. Yeah, but, you know, back then it was like, box TV? Just a TV in general? Cool. <laughs> and uh, they'd put it up in my room and all that. And also, uh, my dad was like, we'll uh, put the PlayStation in here, too. And I was like, oh, I got the PlayStation, too? But uh, yeah, that was that was like one of the biggest memories I had, I guess that you could say, uh, just off the top of my head. But uh, Christmas time is it's usually a good time. I mean, I've never really had a bad Christmas where mm-hmm. I was like, mm, this sucks, you know. Uh, but I mean, ha- have you had ever had any bad memories or anything? Um. This was this one isn't bad because of someone else. It was kind of bad because uh, of like childhood anxiety, I guess, over Christmas. So, and it's not it's not the normal term that you would think of when you think of anxiety. Like I was nervous. I was nervous for a specific reason. My parents told me that if I didn't go to bed before uh, midnight, that Santa Claus would take away all my presents. And I wouldn't get a single one. So I wake up at like 11.50 because I was so excited for Christmas. And I'm laying in bed like trying to like force myself back to sleep. I've got my head tucked under the pillow and everything. And I'm like forcing my head into the pillow. And I'm like, I gotta go to sleep. I won't get any presents. It won't happen. So I was like, it was bad. Like I started sweating so bad. I was like, (sighs) trying to go to sleep. I know know what you're talking about. And I had the lamp on and everything because, I don't know, my TV was on. I probably could have cut all of it off and fallen asleep easier, but it was just, I was so anxious. It was one of those nights where even when you close your eyes, for some reason, your eyes get forced back open again. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was just like, I was so nervous because I was like, I am on the clock. Santa is coming, and he will not give me any of my presidents. He'll come to my room and be like, that one's awake. And then he'll be like, well, I guess these will go to some other well-behaved little boy or girl. Some of these toys are unisex. Yeah. 
I hear you. Well, see, I used to be, I didn't used to be that way about Christmas, but like opening day of baseball, whenever <laughs> okay. I was, whenever I was about to play my first game, I'd be like that. I'd have to go to sleep and I'm like, I'll wake up in the morning, get on all my baseball gear and whew, we're playing, we're playing. And I used to be that way. I remember uh, one, I guess late March, early spring. Early April, you know, around the time for baseball anyways. But I remember that one time where I was just like that, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was watching uh, Scooby-Doo's uh, 13 Ghosts. I was watching that, and I'm like, I've got to go to sleep. I've got to go to sleep. And it was like four or three or four o'clock in the morning, and I'm still awake. And I'm like, I've <laughs> got to go to sleep. Yeah. And, yeah, I've, I've had those times. But I, I've never been that way about Christmas. Uh, but, uh, I mean, moving on, do you have any, like, plans for the new year or anything like that, you know? Uh, besides finally getting my, uh, me and my buddy to start hitting the gym and all that, which, I don't know if that'll work out with your schedule, because he, he wakes up, he works third shift, and he doesn't get home until, like, 6.30, so he goes to sleep at, like, uh, like, 7 o'clock, he hits the wall, he's dead. In the and morning. Then, yeah. And then he usually wakes up around uh at the at the earliest four o'clock. And then uh he's gotta go to work at nine forty five. Oh, well I mean that won't with my job, I mean, you know, I work during the day and stuff like that and mm-hmm. you get off at what, four o'clock your, yeah, four yourself? O'clock. So I mean as far as me and my schedule, I can always manipulate do anything I have to for anything. I mean, that's no problem. I mean, yeah, we'll be. Uh, I'll be getting together content to throw on the channel and everything. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can do that before. I can do that after. I mean, that stuff's no problem. That works out fine with my schedule. Because I mean, I'm not gonna be at the gym any later than probably seven o'clock. Yeah. So I mean, I'll tell you one thing. I'm getting ready for though. Tax season. <laughs> I, that is my favorite <laughs> season of all. Christmas, Especially this year, right? Christmas is awesome. Thanksgiving is awesome. Easter's awesome. Valentine's Day is awesome. Fourth of July is awesome. My birthday is awesome. But tax season, that day I get that money back, is like like my eyes light up. I'll, I wake up in the morning like I used to as a kid on Christmas Day, looking at my bank account on my phone, and I'm like, I got that money? Yeah, and I'm I'm excited. I'm like I don't even know what I'm gonna spend it on this year, but I might just put it away in savings, or I might slap it on some principal well, for my car. You know, with all this uh, political stuff going on with like impeachment of Trump and all that stuff, you know they're talking about uh, shutting the government down. Yeah, and delaying and delaying uh, tax returns and filing for taxes and everything. Uh, because of all this stuff going on. So you might have to, depending on what they do, but you might have to wait I'm for not, that tax return. I don't mean to get political on here, but I want my money. Well, see, there's all this crap on Facebook that's like, if if my tax return is going to be delayed, just let it be. That guy's my president. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... And I work, so I don't work for the federal government. Does that mean that my paycheck will be suspended? No, 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 no. Uh, the last time I think government shut down like also last year at mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, but no. As far as all that, you're just considered state. So state government isn't regulated by the federal government. 
uh, only people that are actually working for federal, uh, federal, uh, you know, like Social Security, yeah, Social Security, uh, IRS, you know, yeah. anything to do with fe- the federal system itself. Yeah. Those people are the ones that are going to be <clears> in trouble. Well, the- like that, like air traffic control and all that stuff. They yeah. were they were all working uh, for free they for that little bit. That. Yeah, but the thing is, if none of that goes on, you still get like the best benefits package that there is, mm-hmm. retirement wise or anything else like that. So I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but do you know that uh, I was reading this, or uh, one of the guys at work told me this? So I may be completely wrong. Don't quote me on this. Um, but Trump hasn't even been impeached in the House until they pass it to the Senate, and so that's something that they're refusing to do yet. Yeah, and that's because they're waiting on like they want fair and everything. Uh, so they're not going to do it until they can get that assured. Uh, but I mean, yeah, he is impeached. No matter whenever they send it over, he is. It's just not official, official. Uh, but I mean, let's just be honest. It's mainly the uh, the Senate's mainly like, Republican, anyways. Just like the uh, House is mainly Democratic. Yeah, they're fighting tooth and nail to just be like, he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do nothing. Type deal. Well, I mean, if. If the Senate was mainly Democratic, you know, if, if they were mainly Democrats, it would probably go, he, he's going to be impeached in our yeah. office. But because, just like if the House was mainly, uh, was mainly uh, Republican, it would have never happened. Yep. It's just, there's no way to get fairness out of it unless it was split down the middle 50-50. And the, that rarely ever happens. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is what it is. They'll probably wait. They might wait till the next election to actually send it on, just to see if there is a change. And also, if he's not if he's not voted in for another term, no need to worry about it. Whatever. Right. But I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but you know, just stating facts, no opinions yet. Well, no. I mean, there's no there's no sense in really it, expressing anything about it because I mean. It's on it's it's on the back burner for me right now. There every single politician has their own agenda. And it's all agenda ridden. It's not anything to do with the care and fairness for the country. It's all in selfishness anyways. Every single bit of it, no matter what side you're on. And the thing is right now everything's being split down the middle to say, divide here, divide there. It's, it's all just in fairness of whatever can get them their next edge. Yeah. So, it is what it is. But talking about next edges and talking about fairness and talking about problems, okay. let's talk about neighbors and property line issues. Okay. All right. So, I've got this neighbor. Okay. Neighbor. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, this happened a while back, but I feel like the need to throw it out there. Uh, anyways, I got this neighbor next door. And in case you're listening, hey, what's up? Uh, but while I was on vacation back in, uh, when was it, June? Yeah, back when I was in va- on vacation going to Panama City Beach back in June, uh, this guy decides to connect his fence onto my fence without ever even confronting me about it, asking me about it whatsoever. Well, he did ask. Megan, well, Megan was asked, like, no. He asked Megan, but also the thing is, my fence is a foot 
into my property, not even on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, anyways, we'll get into talking about that. But yeah, let's go back to that. So he asked back, I don't know how long, if he could actually, uh, if we would bring our fence over because he already knew that his was on the property line. Mm-hmm. But he asked if we could bring it over to meet uh, because he said those two fences side by side looks queer. Why he used that wording, I don't know. Which is an old term for weird. Odd, yeah. You know they actually used that in an episode of Spongebob, right? Yeah, but it's Spongebob, you yeah. know. Mr. Krabs uh, was like, that's queer. Yeah, but... They took it out because well, yeah. now it's associated with something different. Well, yeah, and that's the, that's the thing. You already know, you know. Mm-hmm. But he said that, and Megan's like, uh, I'll... Uh, I'll get with him on it or whatever and see what he thinks. Already know that I'm like, no. He's got a dog that tries to uh, row my, my two dogs up mm-hmm. and tries to get them going. So I'm like, if their snout's right there and their snout's right there between a chain link fence, they're yeah, they're going to be chewing. They're going to be trying to fight and it's, gonna, it's causing a whole unnecessary problem. So I'm like, no, I'm going to keep it the way it is. And this happened, he asked that, like, maybe, I'd say probably three months before he just decided to up and do it, okay? Mm-hmm. So he's like, hmm, I know I've seen him outside so many times and never once came to me to ask me. Never once came to me and asked me. So all this, all this time passes, and he waits till I'm gone on vacation, where he knows that nobody's at home, where he can do whatever he pleases, takes down his whole side of the fence... And not even makes it look anywhere even like decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, his fence goes a little bit further than mine down. Uh, but what he chose to do was connect it diagonally onto my fence. Yeah. And uh, just decides to just do this on a whim and think that just because it's like that, I'm like, oh, well, what you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. So I came home. And I saw the dog. I saw his dog squatting like right next to my fence. I'm like, that's weird. You know, I just got my yeah. I just got all my luggage out of the car. Okay, we were putting it in the house, but uh, I was like, that's weird. How that dog must be out. I go over and look. I'm like, oh, <laughs> while I'm on vacation, he decides to do this, huh? So I'm like, okay, before I lose my cool and everything, I'm gonna go get your dad because okay. I'm like. He'll keep me cool. It'll be civil. Everything of that sort. So I'll go over to like your house, and I'm like, man, <laughs> he just connected on. I'm about to go over. I'm about to just explode. And your dad was like, all right, I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, he's going he go over yeah. there, too. Yeah. So I go over. I knock on the door. He comes up already like, got his little face going, got his stupid little glasses on, and he's like... So what's going on, guys? And I'm like, oh, nothing. What Just realized that doing? while I'm on vacation, you decided to connect your fence onto my fence on my property line. And out of all ways to do it, you did diagonally? And he said, uh, I wasn't finished yet. And I'm like, and I said, that doesn't matter if you were finished or not. The point is, you went ahead, did it without even asking me. And then he's like, well, I asked your wife back in like March if I could and all that. I'm like, and did you get an answer? And he said, 
No, but I said, I don't care. I said, the point is you didn't ask. And the point is, it's on my property line. And the fact that you didn't even ask, I said, if you would have asked, it might have been a different story because I was going to say no no matter what. But, you know, he didn't ask, so I could have just went along with it anyways. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he was going on and on. I was like, okay, listen. I said, if you don't take your fence down right now and disconnect from mine, there will be legal matters in place on it. And he's like, whoa, 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 no need to put threats or anything. And your dad's like, it's not a threat. It's a damn promise. Yeah. And, I'm, and he's like, hey, 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 blah, blah, blah. I'm like, don't you talk to my dad-in-law like that. I said, you don't have any right to do that. And then he calls me boy. And I'm like, you call me boy. And I'm like, boy. you take it down right now or else. Boy. And that's not a threat. That is a promise. Take it down or I'm going to take it down myself. Boy. And then... uh. Then, of course, had to call the police and everything, so everything got stitched out like that and all that. And then the next morning, we contacted our builder that built the house anyways, and he has the plot lines. So, uh, as soon as we called, because he also said something about our mailbox, uh, that mailbox is also, uh, that that's on my line and all that. So, I'm like, alright, uh, I'm pretty sure the builder that has built every single one of these houses wouldn't put my mailbox on your property line, but He's okay. He's like, uh, it'd be all right. Yeah, they won't ever notice. <laughs> there won't be a there won't be a property dispute in the near future. Yeah, yeah. So we called him, and uh, we called him at like seven o'clock. Okay, he was out here at seven fifteen. As soon as I walked out to go uh, to go go travel to my whatever my route was that day, um. Uh, He's already got the stakes down. Everything ran and all that. And uh, you can see plain as day. The line. <laughs> he's like way. He's a foot on and everything like that. And uh, he took it down that same day. And then he texts Megan. And he's like, just let you know. Uh, that's how he talks, by the way. Just to let you know. Uh, I took it down and everything. Uh, it's going to be a little bit because of health issues and everything on getting the fence up. But uh, I took it down. He hurt and himself getting the fence up. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, evidently, he has health issues. But in the middle of summer, he took the fence down all in one day and connected. Yeah. But okay, boss. It, yeah, it just sounds like excuses. But he's like, oh, and just to let you know, uh, don't ever uh, communicate with me again unless it's a life or death situation. Uh, thanks. Bye. Then he put his name down in there, like he wrote this handwritten letter, and then he blocks Megan. That way, she can't respond whatsoever. P.S. And I'm like, what a puss move. What a puss move. But anyways, now now every time we go out on the driveway or whatever, and he's out there, he'll uh, look over like this. He's like, P.S., I took a dump in your gutter. And he just looks at you the whole time while you're doing it. Why? Why? So what I've done is every time I see him, while I'm checking the mailbox or backing out of the driveway and I see him, I'll just stare at him the whole time while I'm checking the mail and everything. And I'm doing everything, grabbing, and then I'll just walk and I'll look at him too. As I'm going by, so I'm like, "You don't scare me, dude." It's just, uh, just like with man. the car pulling out, he'll do it. I roll down the window, and as I'm rolling by, I'm like, looking right at him too. He's just some old dude, man. But uh, the basis of this story is just saying, if you can get a house, whenever you do get a house, get something where you've got a lot of land next to your neighbor. That way, you don't have anything side by side. If my advice goes to anybody, it's the suburb. In a subdivision, don't move there. Or get somebody that's ready to square up if something's about to happen because 
the neighbors kind of on the older side, and he's got health issues, so he couldn't. Yeah, he, but he wasn't up for a box. So. Yeah, but if he ever came over, all I'd have to do is pretty much like touch him like that, and he'll crumble to dust. Yeah, he's like my. He's like a. He he's he's that typical. Got your socks up. Got got your tube socks up to your calves, and he's got the suspenders he, attached to him. Yeah, and he's wearing the sandals too. Oh man. Yeah, and he's like, oh, my lord, and all that. But uh, anyways, that's my issue it's that I had. That he's the get off my lawn type. And then he yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, they'll never notice. <laughs> but I think he's also like, they're young and dumb, so they won't say anything. They don't know about squatters rules. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, that's my problem. You got a problem in hand? Not really. Uh, I don't. Okay, so here's my problem with buying adults Christmas gifts. Because I don't, most of the time, I don't know what I could get you that you couldn't go out and buy yourself. Well, yeah. And for me, from my perspective, it's a, I'm an impulse buyer. So anything that I see, I'm going to be like, that's mine. Yeah. That's mine. But not like little stuff. Like I won't go to Walmart and be like, oh, I might need some air fresheners or some, or some this, that, and the other, and start tacking on little stuff. But I'll I'll get like big things. Like oh I I needed this. Well yeah, that's me too. Like all this equipment and stuff before. that I've got, I'm like gonna need that. I'm like I Snatch needed that, that twenty dollar smart bulb. Yeah. But I'm not like oh my gosh I have to have that candle. This laser pointer in the impulse section at Walmart. I have to have that. I'm not that I don't do that. But yeah, I know what you're saying. My thing is, is that, like, if I did want that, I would buy it. Because I have money. That comes from a job. I know. And uh, most adults, and I say most because I know a few that don't have one, have jobs. And they use the money from those jobs to buy things. And I don't know what you want, because I'm, I'm not Google. I don't look at what you what you look at and be like, you would like this. Google would probably the, be the best Christmas shopper ever. Because they would just be like, two months ago and four days, you looked at this one ad on this specific page for .34 seconds as you were scrolling through your Facebook feed. Now here's eight more related advertisements. Well, yeah. Well, see, mine's the same way. Like mine, Like mine right now... It's so you want you looked at uh, this video equipment, huh? And it's like so. I seen you looked at Chelsea boots. Heard you like cars, so we put a car in a car. Yeah, man. And my my Instagram feed is nothing but those topics. Yeah. And I'm like, <sighs> you know, when I was uh, when I was building my bed, there was actually a uh, me and Natalie were talking about. Um, for the people that don't know, Natalie is my girlfriend. Uh, she was talking, or plug, we were we were plug. talking about uh, about whether we should build one or if we should just go out and buy one. And um, I took a break from the conversation to scroll through Instagram, and one of the ads on Instagram was for Wayfair mm-hmm. for these lofted beds, and I was like, well, "Look at that." Yeah. But I don't want to buy anything from Wayfair, so I didn't buy anything from Wayfair. Oh, yeah. Let's but going see. back to yeah. my original point, 
all I've gotten for people that I don't talk to regularly is like a gift card. Like I'm getting, I drew my boss at Secret Santa, at at, Gosh. and I got it. I got yeah. him a twenty five dollar or a twenty dollar gift card to like your choice of these five restaurants. Yeah, he lives out in the boonies. It's gonna yeah. take the amount of gas in his in his Tahoe to get to one of these restaurants yeah, to even use one of these. But the thing is, it's like. But what am I gonna get him? Like a Sonic gift card, a McDonald's gift card. I mean, they have that headed I'm, out his way. I could have, but like. I know. Is I didn't it, want to give him twenty five dollars for like. Here you go. You know how many McChickens this will get you? At least twenty three if you include the tags. So go ahead, spoil yourself. Spoil yourself. I know. I know what you're saying. So, so uh, what'd you get me? I actually haven't gotten you anything yet. Man, we got you all kinds of stuff. I don't know. Like, what do you? I was gonna get I'm you one of these. Now. I was gonna get you one of these, but then my parents. Got you one, and I was like, "Oh, okay. All right, well, 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 if you're gonna go off of that, I know what I want." Okay, well then, is it primable? Oh, yeah, everything I look at is primable. Plus, it's also like the top rated stuff. Okay, okay if it's primable and it's not super duper expensive, then sure. Well, it is super duper expensive. I was gonna say I got like a fifty dollar cap right there. Dang. Now. Well, I need at least two hundred and fifty more of them. And for the Secret Santa for our family thing, it's like a $50 cap, and I'm just going to get somebody like a $20 gift card because I'm like, I don't I don't have that much money because I we'll waited see. to pay my car payment. Bad decision, by the way. I waited to pay my car payment yeah, until this like, week. Like I always do. Like I only get paid twice, twice a month. Mm-hmm. But I already have set out. These are at the start. I have them scheduled. These are in right here. So I'm like, at the start of the month, I get paid on the 1st. Every single bill up until the 15th gets paid right on that day. Then, like, on the 15th, every single bill is paid for from the 15th to the end of the month on the 15th. That, that way I know right then, well, what's the disposable income I have now? Mm-hmm. And whatever left, you know, throw into savings or me, uh, me and Megan have already budgeted. Uh, we're like, okay. So this is how much we're going to have for this two weeks or whatever, you know, however long. Yep. Uh, this two weeks, this is how much we've got that we're going to be able to spend on, you know, going out, dates, food, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because... You just set aside, like, recreational. Yeah, and then if you go, then if that's all you've got, you already know. Okay, well, let's be smart about this budgeting. This is what we have. There you go. And that's that's pretty much, that's the best way I see to do it, like... There's that that's a, that's the way that works for me. Mm-hmm. I know that may, may not be the Dave Ramsey way because Dave Ramsey's like rice, beans, and cornbread, and uh, that's it. Everything else, go to your debt. Don't even worry about saving as long as you got something for three months. Don't worry about it. Look, I'm Dave Ramsey, and I went bankrupt twice. So this is how I'm gonna tell you not to do it because I did it twice. Listen. You don't need a credit card. You just need to save up every dime you've got to buy that house. Don't worry about credit. <laughs> it's unrealistic nowadays. Back in the 70s and everything, it was like, yeah, okay. You can do that. And also, credit wasn't that big of a deal then. It's like, oh, you're coming for this home loan at your hometown bank. Oh, we know you, uh, we know you Benjamin, you know. 
We're going to be able to lend you this money. We're going to set it aside. No, it's not that way anymore. You have to build from point A to Z now. Speaking of uh, Z, specifically Gen Z, compared to previous generations, it's harder to buy a house. It's harder to go to college. It's harder to do all these things that the economy uses because of what past generations have done. It might also be on us, but statistics and history will teach you that it wasn't just millennials. It wasn't just Gen Z, Gen, or or it was Gen Z, and but X, Gen X and Y didn't do as much as people think they did. Well, yeah. I mean, not exactly. I mean, here's the way I see it, okay? Yes. Inflation has taken place. Yes, stuff costs way more than what it did back then, right? Mm-hmm. But you just got to work harder, you know? You just have to have that mindset. Yeah, buying a house, it's ridiculous, especially now. If you would have caught it back in 2012, whenever the housing market was on its way back up, but it was down again, it was just like it was back. And, you know, if you look at income to ratio of debt to what this house gives you, it was almost the same. But like now where we live on the outskirts of like Nashville and everything, everything's super inflated. The economy is up. Uh, so it is harder. Uh, but with that, when you look at like housing markets and you look at uh, mortgage rate uh, for your uh, interest, uh, it's, it's still good now. You just have to have a established credit for it. Uh, like right now, I mean, I think like the mortgage rate is like 3.5%. And when you look at, uh, when you look at that, yeah, uh, $190,000 house, uh, with escrow and everything added into it. Yeah. It's about 1290 a month, you know, uh, which when you look at your income based to, uh, take that income percentage and then put it into whatever you make. It's still around 30%. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, with everything added in, all your debt, it's still around 30% of what your debt-to-income ratio is. And that's the thing. That's the main thing in play. I mean, yeah, food costs a little bit more. Yeah, uh, your car payment is going to be a little bit more. Uh, well, a whole lot more. But when you look at your debt-to-income ratio rates, they're the same. The only difference is is you don't have... Betty at the bank that's going to give you a loan because she knows you're a good guy. Mm-hmm. As long as you have established credit and you're not poor in your financial decisions and everything and you work and you work towards everything because yeah, while you're in college now, you do need a you do need a way to make income to actually make it now. It's yeah. not like how it was. And I mean, if you work hard in school and you look at all of the scholarship opportunities that there are, you can make it to where you have very minor debt depending on where you want to go to college. Yep. Private universities, you're going to be out the butt when it comes to debt. Yep. Uh, public universities and everything, there are ways to get around it to where you will have very minimal debt. Well, just like Megan herself, you know, people talk about the college debt and everything that there is. Megan went to college, but uh, she pushed through everything. Like, she worked hard. She worked her butt off. Way more than I did, you know, a college dropout. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she worked and worked and worked, uh, not only at the daycare that she worked at, but also her grades and everything. 
and she made it out of college uh, with her teaching degree and everything for what she does with no debt whatsoever for college. And it's because of the program that she picked. She went to a uh, she went to a public university, you know, mm-hmm. where there where the governmental aid is there to be able to make it to where you can have all these scholarships and everything. And she went to a primary primarily uh, African American college. So when she did that, she got a minority, minority scholarship. scholarship. Yep. And there's those opportunities that are around that it's just you have to search to be able to find. And that's just the thing that, that it's extra work in actually finding to what to do mm-hmm. than what how it used to be, how easy it was. But like, yeah, nowadays you do have to have dual income. Yeah. Uh, it can't be, you know, wife at home with the kids and all that. You have to have you have to make a dual income to be able to make it, but that's just how it is with inflation, and that's just the way you got to work. Speaking of it. which, the guys at work think I'm absolutely ridiculous for wanting to get married before I move out, or to move out before I get married. I did it. Yeah, so I was thinking, I was like, the first step should be is that I don't want to get married while I'm still living with my parents. Oh yeah, absolutely. I want to. So I either want. Well, also. Also, I think it's best, in my personal experience myself, it's best to move out that way, move out before you get married. That way you know what are all your expenses, how you'll, you'll, you'll learn how to financially and fiscally do your finances and Would budgeting. You, do you recommend just going out and buying, I think that's Cameron. Yeah. I think Cameron's here. Uh, but do you recommend going out and renting first before... Uh, I would, buying a house I would, or? and here's why. If you do get into trouble with rent, you can go back. Mm-hmm. If you have a mortgage and you're in trouble... Does rent build credit? Yeah. It, okay. it depends on what you do now. Now, like, the way I did it, I had I had the guy, personally, that I knew, and I paid him cash every month. Okay. Uh, but if you go for, like, all these leasing agencies and stuff, you know, go into an actual apartment complex... Yeah then you will build credit that way because they have to do credit checks. They have to do uh, background checks. They have to do all this stuff that report to credit bureaus and also like utility payments and everything that you do. It goes into credit as well. But the reason why I say rent first is that way if you do get in a hole where you can't get out of uh, right then with the money that you make, you can go back to living with your parents that way you you it's a lesson learned really without screwing you. Yeah. Uh that's that's what I did. I I rented first. Uh but also also How much was your car payment. My car payment yeah. whenever I was renting was $435 a month. 435? Yeah, and that's because I got a car with basically no credit whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So my interest rate was up at the highest limit. Yeah, cuz mine's 340 right now and I was wondering I was yeah. like if I, my dad was like, if you can, if you can pay like, twelve hundred a month, if you can take that out and put it in savings while you're living here, you can basically pay rent. And if I do the, if I do the math on that, it leaves me like, a hundred and fifty a check. Well, see, the way I did it was this: uh, I got the information first from the guy that I was about to rent from. And I was like, how much is your stuff? And what I had was, uh, it was $725 a month, plus all the utilities that came okay. involved So in the it. rent was that, plus utilities. Yeah, so looking at it a month, I was basically paying around 1000 to 1100 depending on like summertime. Okay. That electric bill's going to be higher because 
air conditioning. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I did was I factored in that and I paid myself that in my savings account. That way I knew that already. I did that for two months just to make sure. And also that's good because you got your you got your first deposit down and your last deposit down for okay. everything, for security and all that. But what I did, whenever I moved in, I looked at everything and I basically lived super frugal for the first month. That way I knew this is my minimalist stuff that I need and this is what I have to pay. Okay. Uh, so I went through it and it was just off of my income what I did everything. Uh, so it was just me. I had my phone payment, car payment, utilities, insurance, uh, apartment, all that involved. And I was making, when I started out, I was making actually a little less than what you're making right now. Yeah. Because I was only making like thirteen seventy two or something like that an hour. Mm -hmm. And then I went up to the plant where it was a pay bump. But during that time, that's I was why I didn't go to the. That's why I didn't want to go to collections at first. Because yeah. I was getting paid 11 at Walgreens. Yeah. And to just move to 12 with the city. would have, And then they take out. Right. They take out the insurance that you have to put. It was I was basically making the same thing, but I was going to be doing more. Right, right. And see, I did it. This, this is the way that I see it, okay? If I can do it with 13.72 an hour. And I was able to cover everything, even my super inflated car payment with everything that I had. And my insurance was like two twelve a month also at that time. Mm -hmm. And that was just for my car. Um, so if I can do it with all of these inflated bills and still be able to be just fine and still go also out to like, you know, dates with Megan and all that stuff. Right. Uh, if I can do it, anybody can do it. It's just how are you with your budgeting on your money? Right. Because it is possible. You just have to know how to be able to manage everything. Okay. So, yeah, absolutely. But I would say definitely now, would you rent say first. That, would you say that 1200 a month is a reasonable amount to pay rent for? Here's the thing. Uh, nowadays, if you can get it with, like, an electric bill covered or something like that, mm. yeah, absolutely. But, like, my personal opinion is... Hit Yeah. Uh... Try to hit somewhere around here. Like, say, like, go to those apartments that I lived at. See mm -hmm. if there's any available. Yeah. If so, it's pro it's definitely probably not going up that much. Because I think mine during the time I lived there was $25. And I lived there for the over a year. That, yeah. Do you know the guy that Yeah, there? which, which. It was. He knows me the same way he knows you. Oh, okay. Just through my parents? Yeah. Oh. Well, and Megan. Yeah. Uh, but. And it was the standard rate for everything. It wasn't like, oh, well, I know you, so. It's the buddy discount. Yeah. It was, even when it went up, he was like, just letting you know, it's going up. You're not getting any benefit. Of course, I'm like, that's where you separate your personal relationships from business. Yeah. Because. I mean, he's got to make money. Exactly. So. Exactly. But I'd say contact him. And if you're ready for it or whatever, you can get the details on everything and see where it goes. But yeah, just like I'm saying, uh, I live in the same way, just like with fitness stuff. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Okay. So, yeah, I'd say I'll, I'll give you his contact information, stuff like that. Megan still knows them the same way. Can yeah. read, you can read. If the average guy can do it, you can do it too. There oh, you go. Boom. boom. Uh, but talking about average, what about the brick of the Xbox Series X? Oh, man. Oh, man. 
Microsoft, you built a mini fridge, and you're going to sell it to me for $1,000. I know it. I know they're going to put that thing up for close to 1000 When you think about the technology that's in it, it's almost like they went back to like the... there's. It's got unbelievable specs on it. It does. But the thing is, where you go into like back in like 1980s, whenever they're like, here's our, uh, here's our desktop... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's our desktop. It's got all these specs. It's like in today's world, you gotta minimalize stuff. You gotta make it as small as possible. And you guys basically made a subwoofer. So here, here's what we got on the specs for it. It's got a an eight core targeting around 3.5 gigahertz, and that's its CPU. Its GPU is a special proprietary GPU that's called the Xbox Series X GPU and custom processor. Uh, with a compute power of 12 teraflops. It's got 13 gigs of RAM, RAM for games and 3 for the operating system, so it's got 16 in total. And its storage is custom, non-volatile memory express, solid-state storage, so you can put an SSD in there. Right, right, right. And depending on how much they sell that for, that's a decent computer. Computer is the target word here because for what they might charge you on this, you could build a computer but, with better specs, but yes, more upgraded. Although, although that's right, think about the console gamers compared to the computer online. You know, computer. Okay. Let gamers. me tell you this though, cross-platform. It's coming out on tons of tons of games now. Oh yeah, Microsoft runs Windows, which is what most gaming PCs runs off of. You can plug a cable into your uh, Xbox controller, or if you have a Bluetooth adapter on your computer, yeah. you can use a controller. Well, you can do the same it. thing for a PSN controller. So the only difference is, is that like, I play video games. I'm getting 250 FPS at zero ping. They play this. They're getting like but, 60 tops. Yes, but they're playing on the market for the gamers that don't that have never touched a laptop or a computer in their lives as far as... you buy one now. You're like right. If you're going to pay for this, you might right. as well look into but it. But also, it's like, that's a console that's right there at your TV. Right. You got to have this whole other setup and everything for a desktop to be able to game and all that. And people like the convenience of the fact of it's plug into your TV. There you go. Not having to go too. right there. Because And plus, it's like, well, I'll also throw in a... Blu-ray or a DVD in on this mm-hmm. too, if you still have discs, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's the target audience that they're off of, which is a pretty decent audience. Me myself, I'm a console gamer. Am I gonna get the Xbox Series X? No. First off, I have an Xbox One. I don't touch it. It's sitting over there. What if right now on a lamp? What if Madden 2026 comes out? I'm gonna play it on PlayStation. <laughs> I like I like the whole network of PlayStation itself. Okay. I like the whole user friendly experience, and I like the fact that their system is so much less laggy also than an Xbox uh, gaming community. Mm-hmm. And also Xbox also come out with this crap where like sometimes depending on whatever game you've got, you got to buy this extra service to be able to play on it. Like EA Access. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, like that's EA. EA's always gonna pull something like that. Yeah, but also look at look at the whole brand of EA and look at how many games they have themselves. It's like why do I wanna buy EA Access? Why well, I can just go get a PlayStation and not have to worry about paying a membership fee to EA Access. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 
certain things like that that's like when you look when you look at the fact of PlayStation at a gaming uh, gaming system and Xbox One at a gaming system I much rather take PlayStation in a gaming system if I'm looking for other things as far as like internet as far as you know anything else other than gaming well Xbox One I believe has it in my personal opinion mm-hmm. but I don't use my gaming console to go search up stuff on my internet browser. If I want right. that, I've got my phone. And also, if I have my laptop on me, I'm going to look it up on my laptop. You know? Okay. And that's that's coming from a person that's also at a console standpoint for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm just the average gamer. I'm not, you know, competitive gamers. You look at what they play off of. More times than not, they're on the internet. They're playing on their computer themselves. They've had this built computer, or they got this, like, alien, you know, stuff like that. Stuff like, I mean, I'm not big on that. I don't know a lot about that. So, that's... Who made Anthem? Was it... Because it's such a... uh, It was such a flop... That I don't think anybody wants to own up to making it, but um, well, there's the developers down there. Where at? Bioware. Yeah, Bioware. Bioware. I thought EA had something to do with that too, but uh, yeah. But um, basically, this game was supposed to come out, and it was supposed to be like beautiful. It it looked really good in the trailer. I'm telling you. Well, yeah. I mean, if you uh, take if you take good quality clips. For a trailer, yeah, it, I mean, it looked real, I look watched awesome. it like eight times because I, I was mean, like, I'm so excited for this. It dropped at GameStop today. You can get it for five dollars. Well, see, that's kind of like Wii games that are more expensive than that. Well, look at you know YouTube content. Look at what our future right content. Here at Best it looks Buy great. Five ninety nine, five ninety nine, at that, and that's a joke. That is a triple A title selling for what uh, Pirates? The search for. Blackbeard's Booty, the Wii game. Well, you want to know something, though? What? Also, that's a couch. 57% of people like that. There's a couch that comes up as a result before the video game does, even when you search Anthem video game. You want to know why? What? Because that's a major brand. I'm just saying, if a AAA title of a video game... I understand what you're saying. ...comes up second to Anthem video game, and first a couch comes up... You can tell how much it's flawed. That's because you were just talking about housing stuff on here. But that's not even the that's point. That's Google, dog. That's you, can't, a, you can't go off of that. Whatever. <laughs> what we got next? <laughs> hard. We're going to go hard just segue now. Just What's move, up next? Move it. How profitable is YouTube? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> awesome answer to that question. But also, yes. But also, no. <laughs> Also, no. Yes, yes, yes. but actually, no, but actually, How powerful yes. is YouTube? Yes, but also you need to know. Well, it's, okay, so let me explain it like this. Imagine someone has just given you at least four shots of tequila, and you're just like, Oh, yeah. You let it, you let I'm it dead on that, it. dude. I do yep. that all the time. You just creep in on it. Alky, baby. You just creep in on it, and then they put a blindfold on you. And then they hand you a, a, some darts, and they're like, okay, now make a bullseye. That's kind of what you have to do. And if you go into a certain genre, like we're going into with the fitness and everything, they it's almost like they tilt you forward. 
to make it look to where they're telling you the dark board is in front of you. You still have to make that shot blind and drunk. Right, but also manipulating the algorithm, manipulating clickbait, manipulating uh, the tags that you put on your videos. That's Let's all. Just tag in it. Minecraft in the bottom of it because kids love that. And they'll just stumble. Oh yeah, because I'm sure. Yeah, we'll get like three seconds worth of view time. And so, well, maybe not. Maybe Minecraft. I mean, you I can follow, do anything. I fall asleep hmm. on my on my phone all the time. So maybe some kid is in there. He's just chilling, watching his favorite. And his parents that only have a one terabyte, uh, terabyte plan for their internet's like, Sony. How come you used one terabyte? I'm going to be honest with you. On our Wi-Fi, one time I was watching uh, the Game Grumps. We talked about them last podcast. Uh, I was watching... <clears throat> That's Game Grumps. I know we kind of mumbled over it, but Game Grumps. Did I say Gay Grumps? Is no, no. You went like, like, Game Grumps like, like we talked about last oh, week. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, uh, they have the longest running series of one single video game on YouTube and it's their Pokemon Fire Red well, version playthrough. <laughs> how big that game is. Well it's it's actually not. It's the normal size it's on a Game Boy Advanced. No, I'm like, you know but, how how big this story is. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a remake of the first generation games. Yeah. But it's something like one hundred and eighty episodes and they took a break after 160 and finished it up like two years Sweet. later. Yeah. But, Ooh, um. I love to have to take a break from a series because it's so big. I fell asleep one time while we were. While I was on my TV, I had it casted up on my Google Chromecast. And, uh. I actually ended up watching the majority of that series one time through and then. Their Pokemon Emerald playlist came up next in the queue. I watched all of that while asleep, by the way. So I didn't actually watch it. It was How just on my TV. Sleep? Like eight hours. But here's the thing is that I was like, oh man, I missed all those episodes. I don't know if you can hear it, but there's a guy compensating outside right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably Basil. Yeah. I spent my daddy's life insurance money. <laughs> but uh but so not only that, but I was like, "Oh, I didn't get to finish these episodes. I'm going to go back and watch them." So, I watched the entire series again, and I would fall asleep to it every night. And I watched it for a week straight, and my dad was like, we have used all 500 gigabytes of our data plan within the first week of August. How long ago was that? That was last year. Okay, okay, because I was wondering, because there was one time that, I, that whenever I lived at your guys' house, uh, there was that one time that they upgraded to one terabyte because, like, overnight, they were like, what happened? And it's whenever I first got that Xbox One. Yeah. And I was downloading, you know, Madden and everything onto it. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, now my dad, if he sees something pop up on the Wi-Fi on his phone. Your dad's so... He's like, that's probably a Korean trying to break into my bank information. And really, it's just me, like, setting up a a light that turns on and off. But it has to connect to Wi-Fi so it can go through my phone. 
And then one day it just starts flashing in the middle of the night while I'm trying to sleep. And I'm like, hey, did you cut off my uh, lamp on the app? Like, did you restrict it from getting Wi-Fi? He was like, oh, I thought that was a hacker. I'm like... I changed the password again. it's a lamp. I changed the password again. He's like, that's a gateway to to our network. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's... Okay. So you're telling... He also told me about my 3D printer. How that was like... That was a way to get into our thing. It was like, okay, first of all, if we didn't have a Wi-Fi password, then yeah, it would be it would be a way to well, get in there. I but could then you see, could just connect to it normally. I could see it from, I There's guess... a firewall. I guess you could see it... IP address, I guess. Well, yeah. But, see, the thing is, is that if you... Okay, so this computer has an IP address for your... Right, just your like Wi-Fi this right one now. does, too. If I take it back to my house, it has a different IP address. Right, yeah, that's just because different system, different... Yeah, it. but if the IP address is only... It's the device talking to the router and right. telling it, this is who I am. So as soon as a new device connects to your router, it loads in that IP address, which is why Xfinity's like, oh, you can connect 256 devices to this router at once is is bs because you could always do that yeah let's let's go ahead and connect that and see how low and how slow you your could, internet is about to be you could always do that with it though because there's there's it's almost like an infinite amount of devices that could connect oh, to your yeah. wi-fi i mean when you look at mine right now you have one two three four five six seven eight you have probably about 24 24 to 30 that's connected right yeah. now and my dad has like I know. 18 cameras. Yeah. I can't even fart in that house with him out and knowing. Yeah, I know. He's like, he's like, when we're out. Son, I heard. There's, there, somebody's in the driveway. Son, I heard. <laughs> I heard, I heard something go. I are was, you, are you okay? Was that your shoe skidding across the floor? Was you it, home? Was that your butthole? Listen. They haven't come out with the one I can smell yet, but... As soon as they come out with that 5D camera, I'm coming for you. <laughs> you better believe it. But, uh, no, okay. Back on the topic, though, okay. now that we went down that rabbit hole, uh, how profitable is YouTube based on your manipulation and also based on the quality of content that you have out? And also, if you are an 8-year-old kid that likes to play with toys... We've got our eye on you. We're coming yeah, Kaji or whatever his name is. Ryan Kaji. Yeah. We are coming for you and we're gonna start reviewing toys. Now hold on. And we're <laughs> the way the way that you put that to an eight year old. We are coming kid, for your title. We're gonna we're start coming for you, eight year old Ryan Kaji. Uh we're gonna start, just watch out. We're gonna start <laughs> opening toys and reviewing them on here too. We're gonna be yes, like and we're not gonna label them for kids. This is the because Lego we don't City want our set. ad revenue taken away. This is our Lego City set. 2019 third quarter release. We're gonna build it together right here, and then we're gonna do time lapse. People love time lapses. Yeah, you better believe it. And montage. And also speed ramps. If you edit, oh man. If you go speed ramps, it'll be like, we're gonna be building something fast. Stop. And then speed up again. You don't know what's coming to you. You don't know about my editing abilities. You better be ready, Kaji. I'm sorry for mispronouncing that, by the way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they all know. Yeah, I guarantee whatever. anybody that's looking, that's listened this far into it right now, they're like, let me open up my browser like, and wow, search Ryan Kaji. We're an hour in and they're still talking about that dumb crap. <laughs> all right. Uh, 
Last topic. We gotta get. We gotta wrap this up. We're already hour three minutes in. Okay. Uh, the trauma of fab diets. Okay. Not only on mental health, but also on the physical. Break down a fab diet to me real quick, because though I was a new. Okay, cool. easy ketogenic. Okay. It's not sustainable. Any diet that's not sustainable for a length of time that you cannot make a lifestyle out of it is a fad diet. So, you know, fad diet, sorry. Uh, Like fad diet, you have ketogenic, the Hollywood diet, the military diet. Uh, Let me think. The guy at work started... What? Atkins diet. Which is just ketogenic, a little less stringent. There was a... One of the guys at work, Trevor, he... uh, he went on this thing where he was just skipping breakfast every morning. Yeah, intermittent fasting. Yeah, I do that. He was like, he was like, it's until noon, diet. until noon, I'm not gonna eat. And it's, I was like, it's not a fat are diet, you hungry? Right? But the thing is, okay, okay. When you want to get into intermittent fasting, though, does he believe that these, he's off of it now? By the way, but but when he was on, did he believe like these cognitive abilities and effects and all this? Crazy outlandish crap that he thinks on not eating for this period of time is going to benefit his body. I don't think so. Okay, good. Because a lot of people go off of like Elliot Hulse type stuff where it's like, if I fast for like a day, if I fast for a day, my body is going to get so in tuned. I'm going to have my, my I'm going to have my third eye, my gland right there is going to come alive. I'm going to be able to do all this crap. And it's like, Nah, dude, you're just not eating, and you're putting yourself in a caloric deficit, and you're making it to, like, what I do. Which I'm busy, is... so I must be enlightened. <laughs> Third eye, man. I'm in another dimension. I see colors. My, my colors brain's not unknown. just 10%. I'm, I'm operating, like, 50% right now. I'm this is a, crazy. I'm in a good 69% right now. <laughs> Very nice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but like what I do, 18 hours I don't eat. Okay. I have a six hour window that I eat. So like right now, like I already ate something at like one o'clock, okay? My last meal, I cannot eat after seven. But from, you know, say like my normal way, because it's the weekend, I had to swap up. But from like what I do is like eight o'clock to two o'clock the next day or something like that, okay? I don't eat. So I do skip breakfast and I just go. But it's the only reason why I do it is because, for one, me having a set time to where I can actually eat gives me a goal set point to go. And it also keeps me more accountable as far as when to eat. So I know I've got two to eight I can eat, right? Two to eight I can eat. I I have this caloric goal every day that I cannot go over, which is 2,100 calories, okay? So from 2 to 8 o'clock, I eat and eat and eat and eat to 2,100 calories. And that's it. That's it for the day. If I don't go to 2,100 calories, so what? That just means I'm in more of a caloric deficit. But not eating for that time and knowing I can't eat anything, it keeps me more accountable than like on a regular diet for me. For me, whenever I'm eating, it's like, okay, I'll have something in the morning at 8 o'clock. Whatever, might have a biscuit or something, you know, and then go. Uh, it's it's a lot harder for me to stay accountable on a regular set schedule diet. 
And I don't know if that's the what the sense is for like the easy for like the mass majority of people that do it, mm-hmm. but that's the easy point for me. And it's actually it's a very sustainable diet because you're not restricting yourself from like you're not restricting carbs from yourself. You're not restricting fat from yourself. You're still having this set macro goal in mind, mm-hmm. but you just have this set window to eat. I got you. Unlike the ketogenic diet where it's like you can't eat more than 25 to 50 carbs a day and it's not like... You get one grain of bread and that's all you Yeah, you can only have this one slice. That's it. Because if you go over this set amount, you're out of the ketogenic state. Your Your ketones are not transferring that fat into energy. Sorry. You know, it's not... It's also this nonsense like the military diet it's like for one day they they all want you to alternate it okay but some people like megan knows this girl that did it for like every single day straight and she wound up like passing out one time I and it's only like, well she didn't read all the instructions on it but also uh but the military diet is like you cannot eat anything you can't you can't eat more than a thousand calories this day uh but she took that and ran with it. Like, you can't eat more than 1,000 calories all days. But it's like, you can't eat anything more than 1,000 calories this day. Next no, day, you can go 1,500. She was just then struggling to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> she she was... Up, like, I'm so her, her bodily functions weren't even getting the enough energy to actually operate. So her past now is like, we're slowly shutting down. Give us something. Please, just a glass of milk. Yes. Yes. Like a burger. Just one. But it's like... Fab diets are just that thing. Uh, fad diets are just that thing that's out there. That's it's all a marketing scam too. Because it's like yeah. if we can tell people this, it sounds cool, and they're gonna want to invest because they're like, if I don't do this, I'm gonna lose this many pounds. And it's also when you look at the state of losing weight too, you're not losing just fat on those fad diets. You are losing a number of weight. But the thing is, your body can only, like, give yourself, like, maybe three pounds of fat a week at most that you can actually lose. Because there's this whole system that has to go into place for your body to start losing fat in the first place. Mm -hmm. So, when you're losing fat, it's going through all of its energy sources before it gets to fat. So, you're over here sitting, you're like, I'm losing weight, what up? You don't have that much energy. You're not doing that. But, you know, in your mind, you're like, I'm losing weight, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, in reality, you're probably laying out on the floor. Man, I'm losing weight, though. Oh, my. my but the thing is, you're, sacrific- <laughs> you're sacrificing glycogen, which that's the first main one. Whatever. you got to take the glycogen storage out of your muscles. You have to get all of that energy source out before you go into the fat-losing phase. But... You're losing muscle mass, you're losing, uh, you are losing fat, but you're also losing, you know, you're losing all of this stuff that is like, you. why are you putting yourself in this state to get that quick pound? Mm-hmm. It's not even a good pound, it's not quality. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that people just don't understand is just losing weight, losing fat itself just takes time. It's not something that you can just snap your fingers and it's gone. Yeah. But that's the reason why these fad diets are out because it's all a marketing scam and if they can make a quick dollar, they don't care about the health of the person that's doing it. They're like, they bought this program, I'm making money, what up? You know, 
And it's all about keeping the health, sustaining your health, but also sustaining a healthy body. And fad diets aren't just the case. So point blank simple is being a caloric deficit, but don't restrict anything. Your body needs it. Whatever. There you go. Cool. All right. So I know I talked all in that last point. That's fine. But uh, I didn't know much about it, so there wasn't much I could put in there for it. Well, you know a lot of stuff about some of the other stuff. Like, you had a good Christmas story. I didn't have one. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and wrap this up, all right? All right. All right, if you listen this far, we're going to... Uh, we don't like to invest in sponsors that we don't believe in. So I'm going to take this time to plug us. Be Elite Brand. Be Elite Brand. Yes, BeEliteBrand.com. Get your fantastic apparel with the Be Elite badge on it. Uh, for a good price. It's not going to break the bank or anything. I mean, BeEliteBrand.com, they give you the same quality stuff that you're going to get from those of, like, say, Alpha Elite, those of, like, Gymshark, those, any fitness brand you've got. Anything like that, we can at least meet the same quality that you have. And also, for a price that you can get, like, a department store, you know, American Eagle, something like that. Uh, so go check us out. Give us a shout. Order some, you know, merch, whatever. Support us also on Patreon at Mediocre Men. Uh, support us on uh, our Kickstarter also at Mediocre Men. Uh, go go check us out. Give us a follow. If you like what you hear, we're going to have more uh, down on YouTube. Also, we're going to have the links to everything. Uh, we're going to have uh, great quality content. Most of our content is going to be fitness related. But, you know... Go check us out. And uh, with that, Ryan, would you like closing comments? Ryan Kaji, we're coming for that title. And we are out.